I just listened to my apocalypse soundtrack. Cool. I'm just sitting here <laughs> watching Critical Role. Oh, nice. What episode are you on? Uh, hold on. It's taking up my entire screen. 19. 19. They're fighting. What the hell is that? Is that a troll? And Maybe. wolves and stuff in the middle of the woods. Well, let's look that up. I better turn my music off because I'm just going to be see. singing it all. They're traveling to somewhere and they stopped at a guy's shack and bought armor and meat. <sighs> the meat. And, and then they got accosted in the middle of the night. Mystery meat. Yes. Yeah, because they were trying to figure out what it was. Mm-hmm, I remember that. And they're trying to figure out. And Matt's like, you have no idea what it is, but it tastes good. Right, because they're trying to identify it and she rolls what a one a two a four or something awful and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whispers of war I'm yeah, just so so wild mount came oh see we both got ours mm-hmm. and then i was flipping i was flipping through it and so I you have no it. idea who these two people are do you no no idea see yeah oh but it's the dodecahedron yeah uh, she's a dark elf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then a dude with a crown. Yep. She's drow. Dark elf. Right. So I'm going to let my candle. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I read, cause I was flipping through and I read the chunk on the Raven Queen and then I read the bit on Ukata. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was like, it sounds kind of familiar. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so now I have questions. What are you questions? Do you do you want to do you want me to answer your questions or do you want me to like just let you? No. Okay. I just want it to unfold. Okay. It does. Gotcha. So slowly. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even I didn't even notice if so once you set it to one point two five. Oh, it does just Mm -hmm. stay that way. Mm Mhm. Okay. You're on YouTube, right? Yeah. Okay. When you get caught up, I'm going to get you a t- Twitch sub. Well, I've got one because I've got Prime. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Never mind. Because you were going to give me one for Christmas. And I was like, no, I've got Prime. Right. I'm that's good. right. That's right. I remember. I got my, my her cut today. I, I got my own her. I did pretty good. I mean, I you got did. A, little, did a couple floopies that appear that I need to kind of work on but I was like yeah that's good yeah yeah mine was so damn long because my uh, stylist went on maternity leave mm-hmm. and today was the first time I had my haircut since I haven't seen her since December oh wow somebody else cut it in January and so it had been two months and when your hair is this short two months is it's a long a like century did you see like how ugh, it looked just ugh. yeah so the pile of hair under the chair when she was done with me was nice copious <laughs> yeah um but it's it's all it's all good now except for she she always cuts the red off in the back because she cuts it short, so short back there yeah I, I used my last box of hair color so oh no and it, sometimes it's easy Damn to find, you, and sometimes it's hard it? to find, and it's hard to find right yeah. now. So. Oh, man. Boo. I still I can't, can't get, get Coke Zero. I'm very disappointed. Find something else. Amazon won't send you Coke Zero? 
that sounds like good. It's it's eighteen bucks Obnoxiously for a twelve expensive. pack. Yeah, oh. not yeah, yeah. So uh, we should probably start talking about what this podcast is all about, though, instead of just sh- shit bullshitting. Oh yeah, you were singing. What were you singing? I was singing when when you got, I was singing. Uh, what was I singing? Land of confusion. <laughs> 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 right now that fits yeah i mean this is kind of my apocalypse music for 2020 it's the end of the world as we know it i see fire the new the new great depression land of confusion sabotage <laughs> holding out for a hero is on here though yes and that started playing while i was cleaning and so i started rocking out and i was like mom what are you like doing because i was like lip syncing and get really getting into it she's like what the hell are you doing mm-hmm. like i am enjoying my life like because mm-hmm. i could die tomorrow for all i know right god damn it don't fear the reaper sure, sure. For the devil you know all the good ones mm-hmm. yep there you go all Got the ones from supernatural i did put one one or two supernatural ones on here yeah carry on my wayward son yeah that's on here well and uh beware the reaper that's oh yeah that's supernatural mm-hmm. yep <sighs> anyway, we are two right. nerdy girls. We yeah. are true nerd girls, not true nerd, nerd girls. You know, because fake nerd girls. You know, because of all those fake nerd girls that are out there. Mm-hmm. So stupid. Uh, but we are just a, two people who work together, and we're super nerdy together. And we decided, hey, let's start a podcast. Mm-hmm. So we've been talking about starting a podcast, like me, you, Tyler, and Pat, oh, wow. yeah. for a while, and then me and Patch left, and right. And and then we like, got stuck in quarantine, and we were like, hey, better time than ever to yeah, start, start a podcast. podcast. Watch, like, everybody in their cat will start a podcast. A podcast. That's what's going to happen. You know, we're an not influx the- of podcasts and babies. Oh, God, please. Ugh. January babies. There's going to be so many January babies, Katie. So many. And they're going to call them Corona. <laughs> or co- COVID. <laughs> they're too, gonna- soon. <laughs> too soon. Too <laughs> soon. This is Utah. I wouldn't put it past anybody. Corona right. or COVID. Oh my God. <sighs> People that really are really going to happen. That's the worst. Probably. That's probably going to happen. Maybe in 10 years. People are that okay. weird. They are that weird. Anyway, we're two nerdy girls and we're just decided to do a podcast where we nerd out with each other and yeah. talk about nerdy shit and all of that fun stuff. And, and we've we got just, a lot of nerd shit that oh, we love. We do. So. We do, as you could hear, as we were starting, we were talking about Critical Role, which is, I think, one of Katie's newest fandoms. Oh my god, I love it! I've so been much. in for a while. You've been in it for about a year now, a little bit over yeah. a year. But I went deep. You know, I didn't did do one of, one of those shallow. Yeah, you you went really fandom deep. dives. I I I went, yeah, because I've got posters and sweatshirts. And blankets. And blankets. And books. And, oh, the the dice bag of hoarding, which is on that shelf behind me, if I do that. Oh, yes. I've got mine right here. Uh, I've got... Pick it up and go like this. Got a keychain. Make the noise. Here, dice noise. Yeah, the dice noise. Um, It's glorious. Let's see. Marvel. Disney. Star Wars. Star Wars. Ermagerd. Harry Potter. Lord of the Rings? Yes. Always. Uh, what else? What else do we have? I mean, I like DC not as much as I love Marvel. But I, I love 
I love DC if it's like old school DC. Like mm-hmm. we're talking Batman the animated series. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I love more and than of course, itself. I love hey. my little Mr. Constantine. D- yes, yeah, and Wonder Woman because that Wonder was Woman. great. Um, Shazam, if I'm in the right mood. Shazam. If you hate fun, you hate Shazam, Tyler. Right. Looking yeah. at you. Uh, oh, there was something else that I thought of that I was going to say. Did you back the Kickstarter for the board game that's Batman the Animated Series? No, I didn't even know there was a Kickstarter for Batman the Animated Series. Well, and I wasn't going to back it, but they caught me with the minis, which is another uh, thing that I bought for Critical Role because I've been painting those. So that's another like level of fandom nerd that, Ooh, yeah, that's cool. it's Return to the animated streets of Gotham City as Batman in the next yes. entry in the Adventures Universal game system. And like their stretch goals, because they made their money in yeah. no time at all. Not critical roll fast, but pretty damn yeah. fast. And they've been adding minis as they've been reaching stretch goals. 96 minis right now. Yes. And you can paint them. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So who am I? Is, is that Clayface? Yeah. I recognize. They added Ra's al Ghul recently and Talia al Ghul. And uh, I was hoping that they were going to add Zatanna. I don't know if they did, but she was always one of my favorites. We definitely need Zatanna. Yeah. And, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, oh, God, I can't remember his name. Uh, I always thought, he, the name always reminds me, it sounds like a writer's name. Damn it. Not going to remember now. I think they put in Grey Ghost. Okay. Yeah, but... But when I saw it, I was like, oh, well, no, I'll, I'll be good. I won't back this one. And then I saw the minis and I was like, motherfucker. And I was like, yeah, just Not take it. Take it all. So I did. I backed it. Because they have it. They got to have a Bane, right? I, mean, I would imagine. Man bat. Mm-hmm. Of course, now I can't find the guy's name. No, and it's it just going to make me. you crazy. Yeah, it is. And it'll come to me when the least on inopportune moment uh, let's see other crap that we love nerd crap that we love oh uh the marvel tv series we love yes. those yes we and do daredevil. yes um, oh, rest in peace forever daredevil all of those um we said star wars we said star wars other stuff captain america is our our absolutely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We kind of love that man beyond what should probably be normal. There's, there's no kind of. And his arm. And his butt. His America's ass. America's ass. And his chest. Where mm-hmm. you're being open the. Sorry, we're getting a little. I mean, we might do that. Yeah, we might do that. We kind of squee over. We fangirl. We fangirl. Mm-hmm. We're fangirls. I'm absolutely fangirl. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, I'm drinking wine tonight because we had. Um, ham and potatoes and artichokes and delicious things for dinner that warranted wine so sounds good i'm having my apothic dark red blend Ooh, i am not you love gonna, apothic i do too and i'm not gonna drink the whole bottle tonight probably, probably yeah because i drink the whole bottle um, when we recorded with uh, val and that was a bad idea yeah uh i like just the apothic red just and then uh recently we had a friend who brought us because we live in utah uh, we had a friend who brought us the Apothic Sparkling. Ooh, I've never heard of that. And it's lovely. It's this light red color, and it's not crazy sweet. Hmm. But it was very tasty. 
would it be good with? Apothic white is awful. Ooh, sorry, apothic. Somebody brought me a bottle of that, and I tried it, and I was like, mm, no, the red. No. I, if you like sweet, mm -hmm. then the apothic white is mm -hmm. great. But I like my pinot noir and my pinot grigio, and these, and I've been really yeah. getting into red blends a lot lately. Pinot grigio is what I've got. Well, and the the apothic is a is a really good red blend. Oh yeah, uh, the apothic dark. Pillar box is a really good red blend too. It's from mm -hmm. Australia. I have to try that one. See, we're even nerding out about wine. Absolutely. Absolutely. So did you hear, we're going to talk a little bit about stuff in the news, because there is some stuff in the news, even though we're all under lockdown. Fun uh, news? Fun news. Okay. Somebody's been cast in The Mandalorian Season 2. Yeah, Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka. Yeah. Holy shit balls. <laughs> I, oh, I'm already in love with it. Sorry, guys, we are not safe for work, Katie, and I have pun no. Yes. So just be prepared. I'm a sailor. Um, there had been rumors that she was in the loop for the possible role but then that just came out like a few days ago yesterday that she's going to be playing ahsoka tano yeah who's one of my favorite characters in see i gotta watch clone wars because oh, i watched like the first episode and then i got distracted by shiny stuff and i'm trying to catch up on critical role like desperately yeah. and there's a ton of it so i haven't yeah. i haven't done so but it's on my want, list it's on my endless list of ahsoka, of rebels rebels is the way to go if you just want a little touch of a soda. I heard that I needed to watch Clone Wars before I watched Rebels. No? Uh, I mean, you... I don't know if it's essential. It's definitely helpful. Mm -hmm. But you know quite a bit about the Star Wars world. I think you'd be able to... True. To I also hear that the first the season of Clone Wars is not the best season. No, it's, it's like not. Parks and Rec. Better. And if you can get through the first season, then you're good. So there is a trilogy of episodes. This is my absolute favorite. It's called the Mortis Trilogy. And it's when they go to the, like this planet where there's a father and a brother and a sister. Can I write it down? Yeah. Mortis? The Mortis, the Mortis Trilogy. M-O-R-T-I-S. T-I-S. And it's Mortis. in the... Where is that? The Mortis Arc. Okay. So it's in... I want to say it's in season too late late in season two but i could be wrong okay um uh good firefly we like firefly oh yes firefly oh i like a leaf on the wind <laughs> too, soon. too soon sorry always and forever too soon <laughs> um i've been watching that with uh lindsay my best friend Aww. and brandon her husband because brandon has never seen firefly how can you not have ever seen firefly don't know but i mean a couple of weeks ago we watched the first couple of episodes and he was like well this is brilliant and we were like duh yeah, yeah. uh we were gonna watch a couple more episodes today but i was like oh, i said <laughs> i said yes to too much stuff today yeah and as an introvert i had to pull the plug on something mm -hmm. and firefly was was it it because I got my hair cut this morning, yeah, and then we had lunch. We ordered in lunch with my aunt and uncle, mm -hmm. and then we walked three miles, and then we were going to do Firefly, and I was just like, mm -hmm. nope. Too many people. Yeah. Too even people, people, even people that I love are yeah. sometimes too many people. Yeah. So. So the Mortis Trilogy... Yeah, uh, it's in the third season. So it's in okay. the end of the third season, towards the end of the third season. So 
Uh, and it's so good. So hey, good. thanks, Disney Plus. Seriously. Hey, did you yeah. see that they released Onward on Disney Plus? Yeah, we actually bought it last night and watched it. So I was like, hey, Lily, they're releasing this early because we, Lily, I, I have a seven-year-old daughter and we had, we had made plans to go see Onward and Mulan this month. Uh, Onward was still playing, but we canceled our, our seats just to respect my mom's paranoia, which is uh, apparently uh, well-founded at this point. Mm -hmm. um, and then Mulan, of course, was pushed back, so I had canceled my tickets anyway. Um, but we actually watched it. Yeah, they, I mean, I get yeah, why. They, they pushed it back. I wish they would just release it. Like, just release yeah. it. I'll watch it. I'll buy it, you know? Yeah. Well, I loved that they um, dropped the digital release of Rise of Skywalker, mm -hmm. like, four or five days early. Because I was looking on my phone, and I was like, oh, my God. Let's yeah. talk about that. Let's, 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 dive, let's deep dive oh. into Star Wars, since we have, you know. Because why not? Because when we're I, in charge in this little corner of the world. When Rise of Skywalker came out, I kind of didn't like it. Really? I was not, I, I was in the theater opening night. Were you mad that they pandered? I was a little mad that they pandered. I felt like J.J. Abrams kind of wiped out all, all the brilliance that Ryan Johnson had created. And I can see that. Because, I mean, um, uh, Rose got... Rose got scratched. Um, I really did not like the idea that Ray's lineage was so important because mm. in the second one we had built up that the force is for everybody. You don't have to be someone important to be able to use the force. Right. And that was, I well, felt like that was wiped out in some ways. I still think that's a little bit true because we see the kid mm -hmm. at the end of The Last Jedi mm -hmm. who's, you know, clearly just the stable hand and, and summons the broom. Yeah. So I still think that there's the seed of it there that somebody else could take and run with. Yeah. Um, but the, th but the, I was kind of hoping that she was going to be like Obi-Wan's. Yeah. My hope was that she would have been like, well, and this is going back to the, you know, expanded universe that no longer is canon, but I really wanted her to be Mara and Luke's son, you know, daughter. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, that would have been really cool for me to, to at least have seen that because I love Mara Jade as an expanded universe character. Mm -hmm. um, but I watched it twice um, on my flight to Boston on my flight back. I was able to watch it the whole thing twice more. And the more I watched it, the more I realized this is actually pretty good. There are still parts of it I don't like. I absolutely do not like the, the Ray and Kylo kiss. Yeah. I think it's in, in com completely inappropriate comp considering the relationship they had, even though they were so connected. He was so incredibly abusive to her mm -hmm. that it just turned me off completely. Yeah. Um, I don't like the fact that he forced disappeared. I think that should not have happened. Mm -hmm. I, I think too soon. Too soon. Way too yeah. soon. Um, but I mean, that was the same with Vader. We didn't, we never saw Vader's body disappear either. Well, that's true. We just saw the burn. So we, you know, there's an assumption that he disappeared because he, we see his force ghost at the end of Jedi. True. But we never actually saw it. I would have preferred it to be that way, that we don't actually see his body yeah. disappear. Because it just, it felt too soon for me for him to be redeemed after all that he had done. I can see that. Yeah? Yeah. Because, I don't know, he just didn't do what Vader did. Vader threw the Emperor off and saved his son. What did Kylo do? He showed up and helped fight off a couple of guys with Ray, but ultimately she was the one who killed her grandfather, you know. He did sacrifice himself to save her. He did. 
he did at the end he healed her so yeah. i get i don't know i'm still not completely sold on his redemption arc but okay. but we'll see i did sob when han solo showed up though <laughs> sure sure yeah you know and uh when when we were watching it the other night because i i bought the the digital thing and so we were going through the extras and uh i didn't cry while we were watching the movie but there is um don't no don't say it carrie fisher no okay no there's a featurette on john williams oh and that made me cry because i love john williams but i mean um there's a chunk where it's the last day of them recording the score. Oh man. And Steven Spielberg's there and Mark Hamill's there. And I was like, you bastards, you're just trying to make me cry. But it was, and there's a, a shot where Daisy Ridley's standing next to the piano and he's playing Ray's theme for her. And I was just like, <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> Yeah. And there was, uh, they told a story about a guy who his first day with the London Symphony Orchestra was the first day that they recorded New Hope in 77. And so the very first thing that he got to play was that initial the fanfare. blast at the beginning of the fanfare. I was like, oh my God, how would you like that to be your initiation into the London Symphony Orchestra? Oh my Just, God. <laughs> yeah. Well, when they recorded it, they probably didn't know... Yeah. What it was going to be. Yeah. Because, so. I mean, how could you? They didn't think the movie was going to be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Star Wars character? Man, um, there are so many options. After, I was going to say Cassian Andor because I love him in Rogue One. He's so interesting. And he's so just messed up just are that you guy hyped? are you hyped hyped for the cassian series so oh my god you know when the world eventually returns to normal and they actually film the cassian andor series mm -hmm. i'm super excited about that but at the moment i'd say the mandalorian oh yeah yeah i was gonna say either him or the child right so cute i love him because at first my brain was just thinking about the movies mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, well, meh. and then I thought about The Mandalorian. I was like, no. So The Mandalorian, like a lot of people him. are saying this is The Mandalorian, even though we have the, the, you know, the new sequel trilogy, The Mandalorian is the resurgence of Star Wars in many ways. Yeah. Which yeah. I completely agree with. It, it is, it is more Star Wars than some of the Star Wars we've had. It is space Western. Yep. Right up in your face. Uh, and it's even to the music, like the music, you hear it and you think, what's the his name? The music is wonderful. You, know, you think, what's his name is actually doing it, who does all the Westerns. Uh, yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about. I can't remember. Ennio Morricone. Thank you. I can't remember anything tonight. Brain is not working. Yeah. Um, but, and actually that's the same guy that did Black Panther. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's, uh, it's, uh, Hell something, yeah, right? Don't say it. It's it's Swedish. I'm gonna say it just because now I have to. Okay. I'm gonna look it up though. Yeah, it's like, it's like la, 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 something. It's Ludwig something. Ludwig starts with a G. And there's Gorvin Gorvinson. Gorvinson. And now I have it on Spotify. I think it's Gorvinson or Gorverson. Gorinson. Ludwig Gorinson. There you go. But yeah, the score is... Okay, that makes sense. 
brilliant. Black Panther's score is amazing too. Yes, yes it is. And uh, yeah, just Pedro Pascal. The, I mean, the last time I was at Disneyland, I wanted the place to be covered in Mandalorian merch and it sadly was not. There was quite a bit of stuff when I was there. Did you just there was There was a bit, but most I mean- of it was, Most of it was Baby Yoda. The t-shirts were like all guy cut mm. and I don't want a guy cut shirt. I mean, because they had a really good Mandalorian one that had the Mandalorian and then it had the child in the pram or whatever they keep calling it. Yeah. And and that was the one that I really wanted, but it was only dude shirts. And I was like, hey man, the ladies want some Mandalorian love too. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were coffee tumblers and like uh, Lucite tumblers and mm-hmm. phone cases, and, but I wanted a uh, shirt. Yeah. Yeah. So you and I have both had a chance to visit Galaxy's Edge. <sighs> oh, you, you got to do more than I did, but at least I got to ride the Millennium Falcon three times and ride in all three positions. That's pretty cool. I still uh, like the gunner the most. Let's see. I was the gunner and I was both pilots. Which position did you like the most? Uh, the right pilot, because you get to flip it into hyperdrive. See, and I, I, I got dope. to do that. Yeah, yeah. I got to do the hyperdrive. Um, but I, I liked being the gunner the most, because I could yeah. just press that button and pay attention to what was going on, and like, button mash, button mash, button well, mash. From what I hear is that if you pay attention at the beginning, which I was not, because I was distracted, because I was in the fucking Millennium Falcon, mm-hmm. um, you can pick whether it targets manually or targets mm-hmm. automatically. Yep. Yeah. I, also here that there's an easter egg and if you do things in a certain order before the um cast member gets done with their spiel yeah then you can make it so that it's not um what's his name hondo uh, yeah hondo uh so that it's not hondo who heckles you through the ride yeah it's chewy who just goes oh. at you through the ride oh shit that'd be, be awesome amazing Oh my god. Do you see all the photos of the Critical Role cast at Galaxy's Edge? Yes, all, all of them dressed up. <sighs> we need to fucking do that. When it reopens, all of us nerds need to go back and dress up and go. Yeah. yeah. I just but, I just want to move in. So I didn't get to experience Rise of the Resistance. So I want you to tell me about it, your experience on it. It's it's so so good. Um I mean, I don't want to spoil stuff because I've seen, I watched the videos. I've watched oh, the video. Yeah, oh, I've watched okay, the video. Yeah. I, that, um, it's amazing because they take you through the, the queue and then you go into this room and BB-8 rolls out and like chirrups at you and, and then there's a hologram of Ray that shows up and says, Black Spire's not safe. We need to get you to somewhere else doesn't matter yeah and so uh she says we're going to put you on a transport that's going to take you there but don't worry you're going to be escorted by poe in his x-wing and you'll be fine and so then you go outside and there's poe's x-wing that's like powering up oh shit son yeah uh-huh. okay and he probably you, had a heart attack space boyfriend i did space boyfriend and then you get onto the transport that has um Akbar, not Akbar. It's yeah, Admiral Akbar. Or it's not Akbar. It's the other something guy. like yeah. Admiral Akbar. One calamari. Um, yes, and uh, and so it feels like you take off, 
And if you look out the front window, that looks like you're going up into space. And if you look out the back window, you can see Black Spire diminishing in the distance. And then uh, you get stuck in a tractor beam from, oh, and you know, here's Poe who's escorting you and his X-Wing and, and then, oh my God, there are TIE fighters and oh my God, you get caught in a tractor beam and you get pulled into a Star Destroyer. And then the doors open. You're on the and, ship. Yes, and a first order person comes in and is like, you're now under control of the first order. You're going to be questioned, you're going to be imprisoned, and and you get off the transport onto, I mean, all of the shots that you see. It's Kylo Ren's. On Star Destroyer. Yeah, yeah, Kylo Ren's Star Destroyer. And there's like a giant troop of stormtroopers standing there, like, I don't know, 30 of them, 40 of them, and they're breathing 50, as they're holding, 50, 50 okay, 50 but holding their guns, and, you know, the room is huge, and the floor is black and glossy, and it's mm-hmm. so cool, and you go, and they're, like, all serious at you. These are not the cheerful Disney cast members that you're used to seeing. They are... Oh, so I have a, I have a friend who just, works, works at, Cal, at Hollywood Studios down in Florida, and mm-hmm. she... She was on the test and, you know, revisit team and she got to put a screw in on the ride and she gets to play an Imperial officer and she said, or a first, a first order officer. And she said, it's the most fun job she's ever had. They don't smile. They go, they don't like, they do. They get up in your face and they're all serious and they're like, I would have to be taking this seriously. Yeah. And so then you go down another hall where you wait in a teeny bit of a line and, um, and then you go around a corner and there are a couple more stormtroopers that are, you know, glaring at you and, and they, they break you up into your little groups and then they put you into cells mm-hmm. and the door closes behind you and it's all dark and, and you're like, oh my God. Because uh, it feels, I mean, it's like a pretty small space yeah. that you're in. You're like, and, this is not safe for quarantine. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, and, and then there's like a catwalk up above. And General Hux comes in and like glares at you and is all serious. And then there's a stormtrooper. And then Kylo Ren comes in and is like, you, you've got the information that I need. You know where the secret rebel base is. You're going to tell me. And he does this, this force thing with his hand and the room kind of goes. And so it feels like he's using the force on you. And, it's so cool. and General Hux says, you're needed on the bridge. And so the two of them go away. And then you hear like rustling and the ductwork up above mm-hmm. you. And pretty soon, uh, there's like, um, like, um, crap, what do you call it? The, like the torches that, that burn through metal. It yeah. looks like that happens on one of the walls. And so then the wall like sinks in and scoots over because it looks like they've burned through it. Yeah. And there's somebody from the resistance and they're like, we're here to save you. And you're like, ah, <laughs> and so they take you into this room next door and they put you into these two transport things that are driven by droids mm-hmm. like our two units it's it's a it's a bb8 but he's black right yes that's yeah it. i can't remember what his name is i know he's got a name yeah uh and so then you know they do the whole don't put your hands out you're going to be taken to the escape pods blah and so then you're i mean you're not on tracks mm-hmm it's just yeah, that's the, the cool thing. If they it's do, just the cars moving. So, so it they've feels done that. like they're actually driven by. They've done that at Disney parks in Asia. So this is well, the first time like they've done that here. 
It's like Luigi. Luigi? Yeah, Luigi's Rollick and Roadsters when they just like... Oh, that's right. That's where they just kind of... Yeah. So I don't know how they're going to do it. But then, I mean, you're you're going through the thing and there are two giant adats and there are stormtroopers that are firing at you and you can see out the windows of the Star Destroyer, the space battle that's going on outside. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's an animatronic Finn who's like, oh, we're, we're going to save you. We're going to save you. And then I, and it, it's different slightly for each of the two cars. So you Depending where sure you're you, sitting. So you got to make sure you get in both of the cars um, or just cross your fingers. Cause you know, these aren't cast members that you can say, Hey, I want to go in the front car or yeah. hey, I want to go. They're not going to, yeah, they're like, they're going to put you where you're going to be. Yes, you just have to cross your fingers and hope that you get in the one, because it's the first order people who put you into the groups that determine which car you get in. Um, but, I mean, Kylo Ren's heckling you, and there's a Kylo Ren and Hux on the bridge of the Star Destroyer, and then uh, you can see that one of the X-Wings hits the Star Destroyer, and like the wall gets sucked out behind him and the wind blows you in the face and uh there are some giant guns that are firing outside of the star destroyer and every time one of them recoils you move past it in your little car and then you get into the escape pods and there's a teeny bit of a drop like you know like a um tower of terror guardians of the galaxy kind of drop not enough to make you squeal like a toddler mm-hmm. or Kate, swear. For those who don't know, Katie hates Katie hates hate Guardians. Yeah, hate she's it. just in, like Tower of Terror. I hate it so much. Uh, but this is like just enough to give you a little bit of an adrenaline bump without making me swear at the universe. Um, so you do that, and then you can see as you're going, you like crash land back into Black Spire. That goes so bad. And it's. <clears throat> And you get off and you're just like. I was I mean, in a Star first, Wars movie. I was in a Star Wars movie. The first time we went on it, we got off and we were just speechless because we were like, that was the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life because it's unlike any other ride. Mm-hmm. It's like a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of this. And I mean, it's a teeny bit of Star Tours, but then it's a teeny bit of so many. And then it's a whole well, the, that's the magic of Galaxy's Edge. It's so immersive. Like, yeah. you are on Batu. You are in Black Spire Outpost, and yeah. they don't say money. They don't say it costs this much. They yeah. say it's this many credits. It's mm-hmm. they say you know uh, to the spire or to the yep. spire or you know bright sun. And if oh, and uh, because I was celebrating my birthday when I was there and was wearing you know the pin that says Happy Birthday, Katie. Um, they say happy origin day. Happy origin day. Mm-hmm. And there was there was one other phrase that they used that was that was great. I can't remember, but yeah. There's like a morning, afternoon, evening. So it's bright suns is the morning, I think. Till the spire is the evening. I can look it up. I can even ask Jesse. Uh, uh, Black Spire Outpost. Sains. But um, we were there for, well, we were there for five days, but the, the first day we weren't there in the morning. So we aimed for boarding passes all four mornings that we were there. Mm-hmm. And we got on 
All yeah, days. see, and when I when I went, I had one day, I was in California for one week, and I had one day where I, you know, got there about 10 o'clock in the morning, and it was too late, mm -hmm. 40 past yeah. drug, already gone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I had planned to go again in May. I don't know if that's going to happen now, but right. I'm keeping my, you know, I'm keeping my reservation because yeah. I don't know if they're going to actually reopen. I know if they stay closed, Disney will just cancel it for me anyway. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so. Uh, uh, yeah, you've got to be there before the park opens. You've got to. Be on the have, app, right? Yeah, you've got to be on the app. What we did was we linked all of our passes. Mm -hmm. So that so if one, person one of us could do got it. in, then all of us got in. Uh, we turned off their Wi-Fi while we were getting our boarding passes, and like we were, we would sit there with our phones and watch the clock switch from eight fifty-nine to nine. Mm -hmm. And we we got all the way out of all of the apps on our phone so that so nothing just else that. was open. And then as soon as it clicked over, we'd open the app, we'd join the boarding pass. And the first day we were 41, the second day we were 33, the third day we were something lower, and the last day we were group eight. And you managed to get on every day. Because yep. I know they only give out a certain number of boarding passes a day. They so. do. Yeah. Yeah. But even when we were 41, it was I don't know, 1230 when we got on the That's ride. Cool. Yes. And because they do the boarding groups or have done the boarding groups, mm -hmm. um, the line itself was not long. And they were lovely when they were designing the line for Rise of the Resistance because they put benches like everywhere. Well, in that's there. smart. So you can sit down, sit down. pretty much all of it, which is <sighs> praise baby Jesus. Right, right. And one of my friends, thank you, Carrie, she told me that when you check into Oga's Cantina, she said, be sure you tell them that you want to sit down, because otherwise, you have to stand up. And, yeah, yeah, I was standing, yeah. uh, which was fine, because it was just me, so there was no right. reason for me to, to need to sit. I was standing right. up, I sat next to this, or I was standing next to this, you know, lovely young star, lady Star Wars nerd with her mom, mm -hmm. yeah. and we were talking about Star Wars. She actually, actually pulled these out, so they have, you know, these little... You can take these, these little coasters, and she oh, gave me hers. Them. She gave me hers, and so I have two now. Um, but yeah, so. I took like all of them that were left on the table when yeah. we were done. I was just like. <laughs> yeah, I just grabbed the ones that were close to me. I was like. Oh, yeah. I don't know, um, but because we, we, it was only the second day that we were there, but I was very glad that we asked to sit down because I got two blisters the first day that we were there. They were fucking huge blisters. I bet. They were awful. Um, but I mean, they sat us at a table with a couple of. Other, other people groups of people and uh, Benjamin so was our waiter and he was going to join the first order oh, but there no. was another waiter that told us that he really shouldn't join the first order because he's apparently a very crappy shooter he was like oh no he won't do well with the first order because he shoots like crap and we were like okay okay but I mean they were totally bought into the whole were you there when the power went out uh yes Yes, Isn't that fun? Yeah. They're like, turn, turn, get the, mm -hmm. oh, it's just, it's so well themed. Yeah. The only thing it's that brilliant. I did is, I, I wasn't that impressed with my drinks, but. My drinks I'm, were tasty. What did you have? Uh, I had a fuzzy tauntaun and mm -hmm. a Jedi mind trick. And actually, because the fuzzy tauntaun is kind of sweet and the Jedi mind trick mm -hmm. is kind of tangy, they played off each other really well. Uh, it was also the end of the day and uh, I was pooped. 
Mm-hmm. So, so they taste really good. So pretty much anything would have been delicious to me. I and have? I mean, you know, because I'm used to Utah drinks that are weak ass. Oh no. Uh, I was I was very it pleased with how much booze was in there. Hit you in the face. If I, I think let's see. So I had a. You got the yub nub because you got the yub nub. I had the yub nub, but I can't remember what's the second one I had. At the outer rim, and it was not very good. I did not like the outer rim at all. Which was because um, I asked the bartender what his favorite was, and he said the outer rim. So I said, okay, I'll try that. I didn't like it. Brandon had Brandon had like the little one that's like entirely booze, and it's just like crap. Hold on. Yeah. So this one, the outer rim was. Patron Silver Tequila, Sedia, Acai, Liqueur, Lime Juice, Pure Cane Sugar Trap with Black Salt and Exotic Fruit Puree. Fruit puree. It was not good. The Yub Nub was very good, but it's all rum, and I love rum, so. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's what, that's what Brandon had. Let me see. More items. Come on, Google. Hurry up. There's the Taco Donka, Taco Dono Quencher. It was... Coruscant cooler. Jet juice. Jet juice. Maker's Mark bourbon, Ancho Reyes chili liqueur, Sedia acai liqueur, white grape juice, and lemon juice. Yeah. And how did he uh, like that? I think he liked it. I'm trying to remember. I what did. Trying to remember what Lindsay had. Mm-hmm. That's not it. I am getting it. the Rancor beer flight next time I go. Sure. Because I need that. With the with the board. With the board and the four mm-hmm. Rancor teeth. Uh it might have been an outer rim that Lindsay had. Oh, we had so much fun though. Oh, I bet. So I went for my 40th birthday because I graduated from grad school. And it was pretty much the best trip. The lightsaber building is in the world. Will bring tears to your eyes if you're a Star Wars nerd. I yeah. sobbed. Even Lily, like At Lily is not twice. a big Star Wars fan. She loved being able to build her little lightsaber and then going and showing it to Ray. Because we mm-hmm. ran into Ray on our way out of the park and and Lily was like, I've got to make a lightsaber. And Ray's like, Oh, can I see it? And she took it out and showed her and I like oh, my heart. Yeah. Um, so I didn't do the droid building. I wasn't interested in that at that point, but yeah, meh. I know. Lindsay was thrilled that she got to buy a yellow kyber crystal because she's wanted a yellow lightsaber. You can buy the yellow forever. kyber crystals now, mother. Yeah, if you went around the corner to um, Doc Ondar's den of yeah, they didn't have yellow when I was there because I would have mm-hmm. bought one. Because that's yeah. the color of the, the Jedi Temple Guards is yellow. And, yeah. of course, Ray's saber now. So right. Is... right. Well, when she saw Rise of Skywalker, she was like, oh, my God, maybe now I can get a yellow kyber crystal for And when she couldn't get one in Savi's, mm-hmm. she was like, well, I know that I can get one at Dongar's. So we went in afterwards, and the two of them bought a ton of kyber crystals. I think they yeah. bought, like, all of them. Oh, I was I, like, no, yeah. I'm good with blue. Because Lily and I bought one of every color just so we, could, if we ever wanted to switch out, we could. Yeah, so. I don't want it to be blue. Yeah. So when when mine read. was when mine was broken recently, uh, I bought a substitute kyber crystal because I thought that might be the the issue with it. Yeah. You know, first I swapped out the batteries and then I swapped out the kyber crystal and 
but when I bought a bonus kyber crystal, I just bought another blue one. Mm-hmm. Although when I took it out of the out of the vial, I was like, this this is not this is not my kyber crystal. This is this is my kyber crystal. Yeah. She drops it. I wish she it. just dropped. <sighs> Use the force, Katie. Love how the force works. Mm-hmm. Oh God. It's how it should work. Find that later. It is how it should work. But <sighs> let's see other nerdy crap. I'm trying to think of like nerdy stuff that's going on now, but everything's kind of. We rewatched Men in Black the other night. Oh, the first one. The first one. Yeah, so good. Because the first one is brilliant. The others are not. So I have a, a little bit of a confession. I kind of have a crush on Tommy Lee Jones. I don't know why. I've always had a crush I on Tommy Lee Jones. Re- since um, uh, The Fugitive. The Fugitive. Yeah. I've had the biggest crush on Tommy Lee Jones. because he's brilliant in The Fugitive. He is. He is. He's amazing. I mean, and Harrison Ford's in that movie, but Tommy Lee Jones is the one that I care about because Tommy Lee Jones gets all the great lines. Mm-hmm, he does. I don't he gets, care. Yeah, he gets all the funny crap. He does. I mean, that that whole monologue about hen houses and outhouses and just... And ha- hen house, dog house, and outhouse. Brilliant. He loves Sherlock Holmes, so I love <sighs> him. Yeah. He's good. Oh, he's so good. When I was And, and his dry sense of humor just like... Yes. On point. When I was when I was seventeen and that movie came out, Men in Black, mm-hmm. uh, I had a poster on my bedroom door for years. You know who else I loved in high school? Who? Jeff Goldblum. Sure. Ian. Ian well, Malcolm from Dress mm-hmm. Park. He was just all about him. See now, Sam Neill was my crush. In- really? So that's like my friends. My friend Shara's crush was Sam Neill. She loved Sam. Yeah. We actually all dressed up one Halloween. We were the characters from from Jurassic Park. We had a yeah. friend who dressed up. I don't know, what did she dress up as? I think she dressed up as Nedry. And then we had Sam Neill, and we had <laughs> what's her name. And then I was Ian Malcolm. Yeah. We were nerds. We also dressed up as Star Wars characters. So. Sure. Hey, I, I, I did that once. I went right? to a costume contest at the Leighton Hills Mall. Hey, I have my own Jedi I I outfit so, that I wore on the cruise. So I just I just wore a black cloak and black pants and it a works. black shirt and then one black glove. It works. I was like um, Luke Skywalker in Return of the Jedi at the beginning. Well, yeah. Of course. Now I want to go watch Return of the Jedi. Jesus. But once... When I was at Universal Studios, I did that thing where you can go in and they'll like graphically insert in. you into a photo. One second. One second. Oh my God, you have one too? One This is how bad I wanted to be an X-Wing pilot and still want to be an X-Wing pilot. Sure. Oh my god, yes. That's me. That's amazing. Right? So mine, they they put your whole, I, I have it, it's like down in the basement, I'll have to find it and show it to you, but um, they put your whole self into the photo, they like dress oh, wow. you up. Oh damn! And give you, and, and then they like green screen you into the, the photo. Place. And so they let you do like three 
three shots, like pick which one, and then you pick which one you actually want the printed photo mm -hmm. of. And I got the one where they like printed it and framed it. And, and I am, I'm a scientist in Jurassic Park and I've got like a clipboard and a pencil and I'm like, ooh, watching a baby dinosaur hatch out of an egg. <laughs> and Sam Neill's on one side of me, Laura Dern's on the other side of me. And I think Ian Jeff Malcolm, Goldblum yeah. is, is there too. And it's all the scene where like, they're watching ooh. the baby raptor, right? Hatch. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. So good. So mm -hmm. good. Uber nerd. Uber nerds. That, you was have... my, that was my favorite ride at Universal Studios. Was oh, the by far. Jurassic Park ride. Did Which you go? Apparently they've screwed up now, so it's uh, Jurassic, Jurassic, Jurassic World, World with Chris Instead. Pratt. <laughs> Which I've never seen. I've seen the first one. I haven't seen the others. I don't I, I have I no seen interest. Any of them. So yeah. like two, three? Are there three? I don't know. I, I watched the first one. I was ambivalent. It doesn't have Ian Malcolm. I'm not interested hey but what the third one does they brought like, back in all of them i think they brought back all of them didn't they did they i think so i think they, they all have cameos yeah i think they all have cameos so. have you seen the dish i have not so i'm also a space nerd mm -hmm. and the dish is apparently there was uh, a giant satellite receiving dish in the middle of a sheep paddock in australia really and they used it to receive footage from apollo 11 when it landed oh wow and so uh sam neill plays the scientist who's the uh director who runs the dish um patrick warburton <laughs> is the nasa liaison who comes to town to make sure that they don't fuck up the moon landing Mm -hmm. Oh shit! Yeah. And the rest of them are extraordinarily eccentric Australians, who are so excited about the fact that they get to play a part in the moon landing. So mm -hmm. it's like, it's like Apollo thirteen and Strictly Ballroom have this sexy weird ass baby. That is what the dish. Really. Is. I might need to watch that. Is it on Netflix? Probably not on Netflix. I don't think it's on Netflix, but you can buy it on. You can buy the DVD on Amazon for like nine dollars. Okay, I'll have to check it out for sure. And it's utterly wonderful. You might be able to watch it on Prime. I don't know. There we go. But look for it there. It's fantastic. Woohoo! <sighs> well, we've talked about so weird. I, yeah, so we've talked about Star Wars. Mm -hmm quite in depth. I'm sure we'll have tons more to talk about Star Wars when, you know, things start coming out again. Yeah, because that's not hard. I do need to start watching the final season of Clone Wars. I have not started watching that yet. On the trailer. So that's on my list of things to do. Mm -hmm. um, what else Star Wars wise? I need to watch Last Je or Return uh, Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker has a two hour long documentary on the whole Skywalker saga. Oh, shut the front door. So I'm do super they, excited about watching that. But do they have outtakes? I don't think so. I need I think I think I was looking for outtakes. Yeah. I think I was hoping for outtakes. I need I mean, outtakes. Outtakes are my favorite part of the extras. Yeah, but uh, then I found the um, John Williams thing and I got mm -hmm. distracted. Shiny keys. Squirrel. Um, squirrel. Squirrel. 
so we know we have a bunch of things coming out on Disney Plus soon, hopefully. Loki. Loki. Winter Soldier or uh, uh, Falcon Winter Falcon Soldier. and Winter Soldier. Yep. Um, let's see. Here we go. Let's talk about that for a second. Disney Plus release schedule. Well, I mean, now. It may be a little bit different now. Stupid shit. But there's a lot of stuff that has not been, like, Black Panther just barely got released onto Disney+. Plus. I think they're kind of, like, spacing it out. Well, and there was some stuff that they had to pull off Netflix mm-hmm. or had to wait for the Netflix contract to expire. To uh, Katie, uh, what? Walt, Walt and El Grupo is coming out on June 9th, 2020. What's that? It's, oh, it's like a classic. It's a documentary. What? You've never heard of Walt and El Grupo? No. <gasps> Uh, the Sherman so, Brothers story is coming out in May. There's a bunch of featurettes, cast of creatures, Warwick and son, because Warwick Davis's son. I know is plays, plays baby uh, baby Wicket, what? or whatever. Um, galleries, casting crew. There are not outtakes. Super sad. That's really sad. I don't know because outtakes are the best part of. All extras. It's in my true. Very like Marvel outtakes. I love those. So good. I wish that they would release uh, like Lord of the Rings outtakes. I don't think they ever will because I think Peter Jackson believes that that would diminish the dignity of his films. Because <laughs> I, I but, heard that they you... showed them to like the cast and crew. Yeah. For like their rap parties or something. Oh God. Because can you imagine um, how ridiculous some of those would be? Especially when you've got Billy Boyd and Dominic Monaghan. Because for those of you who don't know, Billy Boyd came to Salt Lake Fanex several years ago and he called Dominic Monaghan while he was on the stage. stage. And they did a little thing. And I know that they probably had planned it out in some way. And it was fucking hilarious. You just, you you know. Have you been watching Dominic Monaghan's isolation show? No. He calls it Dom's Isolation Show. And he and he calls it Dis. Oh god. Dom's Isolation Show. And so if if you follow him on Instagram, he's been okay. doing it he's been doing it every weekday because as he says, I don't work on Willis on weekends. What are we Philistines? <laughs> so every weekday you can watch and it's like just him for three minutes or something. And it's on Instagram? Oh see being, that I've never followed him on Instagram before. Being adorable. You should. You should follow him and Billy okay. Boyd because they're both they're obnoxiously so adorable. I love him. Dominic Monaghan is the only hobbit I have not met yet. I've met all the others. So he's, uh, the my, he's also one of my favorite characters in Lost, so my aunt and uncle were at uh, well, then it was Comic Con, Salt Lake Comic Con, um, like the first year that it happened. I was in the middle of chemo, and they were like, "What are you here?" And I was like, "Cause I'm house sitting for you, jackasses." But they uh, they got a signed photo of Biffer or Bofer from The Hobbit. Oh, Biffer, Biffer, Boffer. Was it the guy who was in Outlander? Uh, I stopped watching Outlander because it was too too much. much. Yes. Boffer. It's probably Boffer. I I really wanted Richard Armitage to come because I love him. He's very, he's very good. um, 
sexiest Nazi I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time we watch uh, Captain America, I'm like, it's the sexiest Nazi I've ever seen, mm-hmm. which does not come out of my mouth usually. Also, mm-hmm. every time we watch a Star Wars movie, my mom makes me read the opening crawl text because she's adorable. Um, and so every time we watch The Force Awakens, I edit the text ever so slightly because they're talking about how Leia has sent her best pilot mm-hmm. to get a hold of the map to find Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And so I, I edit it to be her best and sexiest pilot. I <laughs> 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 love Poe Dameron. Oh my gosh. See, we're a bunch of nerds. Nerds nerds we didn't tell them that to determine the name of this podcast we rolled dice oh tell them the story of how we, we came rolled. up with the name of the podcast because i can't remember the name of the other name we had I can't like either. i know we had them written down we were at work and we had two possible names and i i don't even remember what the other one was and we couldn't decide because both were pretty great and but we decided that we would roll Dungeons and Dragons dice to figure it out. And so because did I carry dice d- with me everywhere I go. Did we roll first. a D20 or did we roll? I think we rolled a D20. Cause I think we decided that if it was below 10, then it would be yeah. one or maybe we did evens and odds. Evens and odds. I think we did evens and odds. But we did. Yeah. So true nerd girls was the, was the winner. Yep. It's amazing. Nerds. And we're going to have a lot more to talk about. I think maybe for the next episode, we should probably come up with a topic plan. and plan. Because we just kind of bullshitted this one. We're like, let's That's just true. get it together on Saturday and drink some booze and talk about nerd shit. Yeah. That's what we do. So <laughs> you can figure out. I'm going to go watch episode, you're on episode 18 of Critical Role? Uh, episode 19. 19. I might go watch that. I have. So, about an hour and a half. Oh God, Katie, you're so close to the trauma. Trauma. I don't want to talk about it. I mean, I know that it's coming, so I'm I know. sort of ready for it. Trauma. But trauma. So I think my second go through of Critical Role, then I will watch the talks, Machina. The talks. Episodes. Brian W. Foster is a fucking genius. At the moment, I just want answers. Yeah. And so the idea of watching talks episodes between each of the, I mean, I don't have time for that. Yeah. I just, I just have to find out what the hell happens. And then next time I'll do talks. Well, you may have time. <laughs> say that now. How things go. Right. I was going to go watch episode 114 and 115 again. Oh, And then no. I decided, I'm like, I don't need that right now. Look, I am depressed. This shit sucks. <laughs> For posterity, we are under lockdown thanks to the coronavirus, COVID-19. <sighs> Never thought I would see this happen in my lifetime. And I find that the, the training for walking the half marathon that I'm doing is a lifesaver because it means that I went out today and walked mm-hmm. three miles. Oh yeah. Lily and, and I, I go out tomorrow and walk six miles and Lily, just getting yeah. out of the house 
helps just sitting a lot. in front of a computer all day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it gets me to let go of crazy crap at work that's happening and it gets me to move physically and it gets me some vitamin D. Yeah. And it, oh, I mean, especially just today, fresh air so nice. and on the parkway by the river, it's gorgeous. And I'm telling you, even after we're done training for the marathon, that might not actually happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I swear to God, we're going to keep doing this walking I'm, thing. I'm going to start I'm going to start working out again and start. We, we, went for, we went for a 30 minute walk today. We walked over to the duck pan and stayed away from everybody else who was there. Like, you know, everybody kind of, we were all kind of like, oh, let's, you know, are we maybe six feet away? Yeah. Um, and so we went to the duck pond and she threw rocks in the pond. And I was like, you're, don't throw rocks in the pond, but she did like, kids. And I mean, you get home and you wash your hands and yeah, I'm like, wash your, let's, I and immediately you don't lick like, anybody while you're hands, out there. Or... Right. Don't look, please don't lick the handrails. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, so for for posterity, for the podcast, for the future, you know, if this kills us all and we end up, you know, 800 years down the road with, you know, alien life Zombies. finding us. Yeah. <laughs> was that your dad? That was my dad. <laughs> he yawns like that. I love it's it. Subtle. I love it. Um, yeah, but we'll come up with a topic for next week. We'll have something a little more prepared. Maybe we can watch something. Maybe we can... I know we'll figure something out. And, oh, and we could, we could like something. bring trailers. We could, or, we could talk about trailers. Um, we could talk about Disneyland till the cows come home. This is true because I wrote my undergraduate can, thesis on Walt Disney. So of course you did. We could talk about differences between Disney World Haunted Mansion and Disneyland. And Disneyland. Would that be fun? Mansion. Yeah, we're just gonna come up with a whole bunch of different fun things. Exactly. All right. I don't have a sign off, so I just oh, put no, I don't either. Yeah, we'll come up with something. Uh, crap, I have to come up with two sign-offs. You have to come up with two sign-offs. You'll come up with something. Like, you'll say something. Here's the thing. You'll eventually say something in an episode that will just stick. Or there'll be something that's said. Yeah, or there'll be something that's said in the movie. Like, for mine, for geek parenting, it's stupid adult hands because I'm constantly dropping my shit. <laughs> and Shazam. Stupid adult hands. Stupid adult hands. Like, my phone is so fucked up right now. So... I just keep dropping it. I keep dropping it. And so I'm just like, stupid adult hands. But you'll come up with it. We'll come up Uh, with it. Trigger is asleep behind you on the bed and is stupid cute. Trigger. Nope. (laughs) But it's just open everything lately. Like, mom, what are you doing? And then where's Rosie? No, Rosie's huddled in the blankets behind my chair. So that's what she does. I too have a Captain America throw pillow on my bed. See that one? That same one? No, different one, but... Is it the Wayfair one? Uh, Wayfair has a Captain America pillow? Uh, yeah, Wayfair has a Captain America pillow, because I almost bought it. I'm pretty sure it was on my list. Hey, they don't have their Captain America waffle iron anymore, which is <sighs> stupid. Stupid bitches. Uh, let's see, Captain... Yeah, there's one. America. It's uh, with its face, and it's gorgeous, and I'm looking at it right now. It's $40. No, that's not it. It's got Ooh, its face. Wow. Oh, they've got one that looks like the flag. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, face. No. It's uh... always be yourself unless you can be Batman. Then always be Batman. Uh, my friend Leah found it for me. Oh, nice. I don't know where she found it, but it's awesome. Yep. It's um, it's kind of a minimalist movie poster kind of style. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And yeah, it's great. Sweet. All right. Well, I'm gonna let you go. I will get this edited, so people, you'll be listening to this sometime soon. Woohoo! And stay tuned. We have a website. It's 
truenerdgirls.com. Be careful if you are at workplace, it might lock you down because it thinks it's a porn. <laughs> Porn and we'll thing. come up with a plan for next time. Yes, and we will. We will. It was just more like, let's just get something together and get recorded. Some, and some sort of plan. Yep. Is this not going to work? Oh, yeah. Help us put it right there. There we go. Yes. Hey, it's look, look, what, look what Lindsay gave me. So I did the <gasps> thing on Instagram. You got it. I didn't get it. She got it. Oh and she God. gave it to me. She won it? Yeah. Holy fucking shitballs. So that is little pieces of piece of the park. Pieces of the park. There's uh there's a, a mansion bust projection that's like teeny. Mm -hmm. And there's a chunk of a Christmas ornament and a railroad spike and a piece of carpet and somebody's bomber jacket and well and then there's a little book around here somewhere that like tells you what all Oh god, that's that so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Katie, if I die, if I die from coronavirus, will you promise me that you will spread a little bit of my ashes at the partner statue? Sure. Let's try. Mm -hmm. I figured that's like the safest spot. Like, this is true. You probably wouldn't get thrown out for putting. Yeah. Like, I mean, because else. it would be hard to, you know, like, how would you? Would, you could sit on one of those benches. Benches and, and like, just kind of. Kind of subtly. Yeah. Drop it over. But, as opposed to Haunted Mansion where people drop them all the time. And it's like, why would you drop them? Right. That's just waiting to get caught. So, uh, so my aunt passed, uh, a few years ago, quite a few years ago now. And, uh, she loved Disneyland and the time that we went after she died, my other aunt, uh, took those flat glass pebbles. Mm -hmm. You can just get it like Michael's and just etched, used glass etching compound mm -hmm. to make a letter B on each of them. Aww. And then she gave one to each of us and she was like, leave it somewhere in the park. park and I was like oh my god I'm gonna leave this somewhere and they're gonna catch me and they're gonna throw me out of Disneyland and I'm never gonna get to come back again I'm gonna be yeah. so sad but finally there was one day when I was on Pirates and I had it like tucked in my fingers and yeah. my hand was on the side of the boat and I was mm -hmm. like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then I just moved my hand and dropped the stone so it's in Pirates. Wow that's cool but I mean some people left him in, in Bushes in New Orleans mm -hmm. Square. And I might have, I I might have thrown mine people. into Rivers of America. That um, might have been a good spot. Like just, that'd be, that would be a good spot. You know, or into, well, would it be found in, I don't know if they'd find it in Snow White's well. I've never ridden. Oh, in, uh, in, in the well. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking of the ride. I've never ridden Snow White. How can you have never? Katie! But the first time I went to Disneyland, I was like 12 years old. So? And so my priorities were not the dark rides in Fantasyland. Okay. I'll forgive you. So one when we were there in January, Lindsay made me go on Pinocchio. Mm -hmm. And it was a good thing. There was no line. Seriously, no line. We walked directly mm -hmm. onto it. And the very bored ride operator was like, up and we sat down and we went on that ride and I was like this is the most fucked up ride mm -hmm. like ever because it's terrifying that it's ride scared so dark shit. that ride scared the shit out of me when I was a kid you go into the cage and then and I was just like what the f oh I mean we got off and I was like yeah. what the fuck was that <laughs> why is this at Disneyland but then, but then also look at Mr. Toad I mean Mr. Toad you go to hell, hell. That's a yes. Disneyland. And that's a classic. Yeah. Is it? We did not go on Mr. Toad this time because I was I like, didn't go on Mr. Toad anymore. No. We did wait to go on Peter Pan 
the longest wait for the least payoff ever. Mm -hmm. 35 minutes at least minimum. Yeah. It was about yeah. 40. Yeah. And that was the longest line that we waited in. Even Res the Resistance wasn't that long. Hey, do you want to come up here or not? Oh, is that Holmes? It's Crush. It's Crush. He's I seen. only oversee Holmes. Come here. <laughs> I tried to grab him and he ran. He's like, he's like, fuck you. I'm off. But he All keeps right. he keeps coming to meetings. Oh, come, yeah. up? come on, come say hi to Sarah. If I don't grab Crush. you, will you jump up here and show her your cranky face? Come on, Crush, I want to see your cranky face. Hey. Come on. Uh, he's doing that. Uh, you are. Oh no, I'm just gonna sit down. down here. Oh shit. Hi Crush. This he doesn't seem very he didn't seem very happy about that. He's not. He'll probably bite me. Okay. He bites. Yep. He bites. Hey. That's the name of this episode. He bites. He bites. He bites. I'm gonna write that down. Crush, be nice. Naughty like, kitty. Fuck you. All right, so we are going to end this episode now, but uh, yes, we should. stay tuned for more. Kitty and I will be much more organized next time because. I mean, maybe. Like, let's just get this shit together. <laughs> right? It'll get better as it goes. All right, I will talk to you later. Okay. I'm going to salute. Bye. Wrong, wrong hand, I should salute with it. All right, talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>